This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Cultivating Convos. I'm Shelby here most every week. And uh, we don't have Megs this week, Brian. No, no Megs. She's on vacation. You just got back for a couple of days at, I think, exotic Pittsburgh. Is that right? <laughs> exotic Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, we just, we, my husband and I had a few days and we wanted somewhere that we could drive easily to that we had never been. So we went to Pittsburgh and we had, we had a really good time. It's, um, we caught a baseball game um, that was really good. And just checked out a lot of neighborhoods, uh, took the incline. Have you ever been there? I have. Oh, I have family from Pittsburgh. I think it's an awesome city. Yeah, it's cool. Well, we took the incline. So you, that railroad that goes up, I was, I thought you would have thought I was on a roller coaster. I was like gripping everything. Ah! <laughs> it was awesome though. Good views. Right. And then uh, Megs is in exotic Omaha, I believe awesome. too. So just, every, you know, all the, uh, you know, bucket list places being crossed off the list. I was going to say the comms office, we know how to vacation, don't we? <laughs> Where are you I, headed this summer? Anywhere? Uh, you know what? We made a cross-country move. That is enough for me, honestly. Uh, I was going to uh, request a, a date off from you in September. So I think Tennessee might be my first uh, vacation for a wedding uh, in a few months from now. I think you actually win, though, out of all of us. That seems the most exotic. <laughs> right. Who knows? Not Nashville. I've never been in Nashville. I know everyone raves about it. But really? Really? Never been there. Oh, oh, you should go. No, Nashville's awesome. We actually went over Christmas this year. It was great. Excellent. You know what else is awesome? Ohio's awesome, right? Yep. And farmland's awesome, right? And we're talking about that today. Yes, we are preserving it. <laughs> yes, and it's it's so wise to say preserving farmland. ODA has an office of farmland preservation. And we are joined today by executive director of that office, Sarah Hoffman, and also Lucille Hastings, who is a board member and a longtime advocate of the program. So thank you both for being with us. Um, Sarah, the name sounds easy enough, but can you just tell us about the Office for Farmland Preservation and, and what goes on exactly? Okay, wow. Um, let's see, well, in a nutshell, we purchase um, easements on farms to keep them in agriculture in perpetuity, but there's so much more to it than that because it's planning and education and communication of local governments, um, landowners, anyone who's interested in preserving farmland and how to go about it. And we're really trying to educate a lot more about alternatives for folks who might not be interested in an easement, but want to know about additional protections they can put on their farm, like ag district registration or ag security areas. All right, that was, you did a very nice, efficient job there, Sarah. <laughs> I am impressed. I'm impressed. You know, we we all feel this is an important uh, important program within ODA. Uh, Lucille, why don't you just kind of give us a, a brief overview of how you're involved? Okay, well, I have to tell you that I grew up on a farm as a child, and I've lived on a farm all my life, although I went to college and so on was off a little bit, but I've been in agriculture all that time, and I've been really active locally. I live in Holmes County, and that is a terrifically agricultural place, you know, a lot of farming going on there. 
and I became active and I've been in lots of organizations and uh, I was appointed in, in 2003 to the board of the Farmland uh, Preservation Act. So that was good for me because I was able to speak up in an advocate way. There are four four farm members on that board and the other board members are like from real estate or the commissioners or township trustees or Ohio State University or something like that. So there are only four of us who are talking for agriculture. And I've just been involved all that time and I've had lots of offices and lots of opportunities to appreciate farming and know how important it is. Lucille, we were talking before before the podcast, just, you know, me trying to convince you to come on basically. And, and you brought up how this is important for the future of Ohio. Why do you feel that way? Oh, well, it's just, Farmland is so essential to think that we're losing land every single day to urban sprawl and other, uh, what I would consider non-essential things that could be done in a different way. And farmland, when it disappears, it's gone. I mean, when you look around the, uh, the countryside and see the number of places where people have built very nice homes, but on much bigger properties than they needed to in order to be able to uh, have a more prestigious looking place, but it took away from farm landing. And once this farmland is gone, there is nothing that substitutes for us. And the truth, agriculture is really still, when you think of all the aspects of it, the number one occupation in Ohio. And we depend so much on farming. We have to keep it here. And it's tougher and tougher for the farmers because they're offered bigger and better prices to sell their farmland for some other sort of development than farming. And so this program allows people to get some compensation to help them stay in farming so they can do a better job of it and not be tempted into, uh, into giving up and going off and doing something else because we need farming. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, this is an annual process, correct? And, and actually the, the latest easements were just uh, approved. Yes, that's correct. We approved about 37 uh, landowner applications um, for purchase, and then we have over 50 that were contingently approved. So there's a lot of demand for people to still continue participating in this program. And Sarah, one thing I was going to ask is, you know, you might, wherever you live in Ohio, you might think this doesn't apply to me, but I think I saw that there are 61 counties that are in this program or have at least one farm in this program. I mean, the stretches across the state. Have you seen that number kind of build up over the last couple of years or has it been just a steady climb? It's been a steady climb. You know, just this year, we have a couple of new counties participating for the first time in over 20 years. And so for anyone who says it's not for my county, it, it is because most counties have at least some pockets of agriculture. And so as Lucille said, this is an incentive for landowners, but also we view it in our office as an opportunity for local governments to begin talking about what agriculture means, even in those small pockets, what it means for their um you know, for their culture as a, as a county, as a, as a township, but also for their own agricultural industry and their own local economy. And we actually have another guest on here that we didn't introduce. I know she's trying to hide in the background. <laughs> Amanda Bennett from the Farmland Office is with us too. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so Amanda did a really fun project with us. We were 
trying to find a way to uh, promote uh, a milestone in the farmland preservation program and a number of acres that were uh, brought in. And uh, she she did a very fun video with us that check it out online. It's modeled after the office. And um, she was an absolute hoot. Uh, but what I Amanda, what I absolutely loved in that video is it is fun as you were to play along with us. You were really you your heart is in this and in what you do and you don't have an agricultural background. That is 100 percent correct. Um, I'm I'm certainly somebody from a part of the state that didn't grow up on a farm. And because of the work that I do here, I've learned to appreciate um, the, the, the rural character of, of, of the parts of the state and its importance to our economy, to be sure. So um, I uh, have become quite the advocate uh, because it's fun work. It's good work. And the landowners and families we work with, they want to see their land stay. Uh, in farming, so I'm happy to be a part of that. She's she's a good worker in farmland preservation, but don't leave your plants to her because she doesn't water. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to to the program, you know, so often with this, local sponsors are brought up, and and I know you when you were talking first, you you names I think maybe perhaps some of them. What? What is the role that local sponsorships play? Well, I think the answer to the question is the. They help do all the paperwork. It takes a huge amount of paperwork and a lot of desire to do this in order to participate. And so the sponsors help in that way. And then they are the overall framework. After somebody's been approved, they go back and check and make sure that the farm is staying properly and doing the things they said they would do. No errors or mistakes of some sort. So but that is important because it stimulates local people to participate and know how important this is. I mean, if you live in the country in a rural area, maybe you don't see the problem of urban sprawl so much and you tend to uh, ignore it. But when it's brought to your attention and you realize that, like in the United States, uh, 2,000 acres is lost every day, why it's just appalling. And I would say, too, local. Local sponsors are so important and we really try to impress upon them the critical nature of what they do insofar as they are the connection to the local governments. You know, they're the ones that are fostering that conversation for further preservation in that area. The goal of our program is to build large blocks of preserved farmland, you know, to not only help the farmer, but protect the industry. And so they are the ones that that have those conversations with the township trustees, with the county commissioners, with their local boards about where where should those blocks be in that area to to not only protect the farmland, but also to to foster other interests in that county. So Sarah, uh, if someone is interested in um, getting involved in the program, who do they contact? What do they do? First, call our office. If, if you're not sure who your local sponsor is or if you even have one, call our office. And um, Amanda and Jody and Jesse love talking to, to interested landowners. I do as well, but they, they definitely have more of the technical knowledge. Um, and we can find out for them if they have a local sponsor. We can help make connections with the local sponsor or help a new interested entity become a local sponsor. So call our office. They can also contact their local soil and water conservation district. And Sarah, is there anything that if you don't have a farm, but you see the value in farmland, is there anything you can do as well? Um, 
you know, get involved in your local governments because they are the ones that put together the comprehensive plans. They're the ones that have the zoning commissions and the zoning meetings. Um, they are the ones that are that really should be identifying where to preserve farmland in that area and be an advocate at the local level. So also, you don't want to uh, forget that there are certain local laws which prohibit farming certain places or building certain places. And if a local community decides to do that, that's a good move because it helps preserve farmland. Oh, great to know. Thanks, Lucille. And thank you both for being here with us today. We appreciate it. Uh, you know, we always like love to shed light on uh, our programs and what we do here at ODA. And this was a great opportunity. So thank you, Sarah. Thanks, Lucille. And thanks, Amanda. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. It was our pleasure. Save the farms. <laughs> you know, Shelby, I grew up in Franklin County, but even I remember seeing, you know, farmland turn into development. And, and it's important, regardless of where you live in the state or, or what your job is or what your role is, it, it's a necessity that we need more of. That's, that's true. You know, uh, food and agriculture industry, number one industry in Ohio. We want to save it. That's for sure. So let's shift gears a little bit because, you know, we talked about how everyone's on vacation right now. This is that time of year and uh, we're just about to the 4th of July, which I cannot even believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that means what? Summer party time, fair time. I know there's plenty of county fairs that have kicked off. Something new is happening at the Ohio State Fair this year, Shelby. That's right. And we're uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all of our involvement because we know right after the 4th of July, we are ramping up for State Fair and we certainly are in our office. So stay tuned next week. We're going to talk about all of the fun things that uh, we're doing at the Ohio State Fair this year. Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.